This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use offer code LIES. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's House of Lies After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's House of Lies After Show. What up, everybody? Yo. Hello. How are we doing today, guys? Great. Yeah? We're Ooh. doing House of Lies. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dancing. That's how we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Awesome, guys. <laughs> I love it when you guys dance and right. do all that song. I love, I love the way you lie. Oh, thank you, because I love the way you guys lie. Oh. And you guys. Yes. <laughs> well, let's get right into this episode, but I'm your host, Roy Tahari, and of course, joining with me, guys, is Lem Gonzalez. Oh, all day, every day. Yes, I'm here. And to his right, to his left. My uh, left. You're, yep. <laughs> to okay. your right. Yeah. Is Yell Tigo. Hello. I said that right, right? Yeah, you That's, said it That perfect. would have been really awkward if I just said it wrong. I would have ignored it. I wouldn't blame you if you ignored it, just saying, you know, that's how it works. And yeah. So let's jump right into this. Um, the first episode, it, or in this episode, House of Lies, um, what was it called? Um, pushback. <laughs> pushback. Pushback. Season three, episode seven. Pushback. Um, pushback. Don't push me back. I'm pushing you back. Okay, push me back. That's fine. <laughs> but you know who's not pushing back? Well, actually, I guess he is pushing back. It's Roscoe. Oh, he's pushing back. Definitely pushing back. Yes. He's pushing back his relationship uh, with Marty and. Marty's perspective on Lex and the whole whole thing. Uh, what did you guys think? Because I saw Marty was feeling that Roscoe's changing. Roscoe feels that Marty's just not there for him. And Lex is just there and trying to be Lex. So what did you guys take out of that whole scenario? I think that Marty has a really good point. I think that uh, Roscoe is not only pushing back on his relationship with, with Marty, which, yes, it happens when you're a teenager. I definitely pushed my parents away. But... Lex is is not – there's something off. We've talked about it before. Roy has uh, pointed out that Lex is disrespectful to Marty and he's kind of rude. And I think that Marty had a really good point when he was saying to Roscoe, especially about the getting dressed, like you're letting this person tell you how to dress and you've spent your whole life being like, I'm going to dress however the F I feel like dressing. And then all of a sudden Lex comes in and is like, no, wear something else. Right. Well, I think um, I definitely think that he's he's uh, he's he's in his teenage dim, and that's what teenagers do. They push back with their parents. I think um, there's been and, and if you look at previous episodes and even previous seasons, it's not like their relationship has always been you know good. Right. So they've had issues in the past, especially dealing with the mother involved. But they are have been in a great place. Um, and then I think because Lex coming to play, I think he's pulling Roscoe out of the equation and kind of breaking up that relationship that he has with Marty um, because he feels that, you know, he 
you know, I don't want to say loves Lex, but um, it's kind of what you do when you get into a relationship. You begin to form to that person and what they want you to do, and you're trying to appease them and all this kind of stuff, and then not realizing that he's pushing his father away because also Marty does not approve of their relationship. Do you think he doesn't dis- or he disapproves, or do you think he's just jealous that now Roscoe has somebody to be with that now that Marty can't be there for him? I think it started at disapproval. And then I think it went into the fact that now he feels like he's making, he's changing Roscoe. Like you said before. Yeah. He's definitely changing Roscoe. Like he, when he pulled him aside in this episode and he said, look, you've always been yourself. You've always, you know, been confident in who you were uh, as an individual, what you did, how you dressed, all this stuff. And you're allowing this individual to kind of change you. And I think Marty loves the fact that Roscoe is an individual, but at the same time, he doesn't want to see him uh, fall to somebody else that could not be there tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. again, this is, we're talking about teenagers. Here. That's true. Well, can I ask you guys about the question then? Do you think it's how Maybe Lex... you can ask me a question. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. So. <laughs> Wait, do you... Don't push back. The <laughs> <laughs> pushback episode, son. Do you, yeah. <laughs> do you guys think that the reason why, if it was anybody else, say Roscoe was dating a girl mm-hmm. that had, that was, I don't know, not Lex. Mm-hmm. That was traditionally, you... like a traditional girl. You yes. Mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think that Marty would have a completely different point of view about the relationship? Or do you think it's because of how who Lex is? That Marty doesn't I think in it, this part in the very beginning of this episode. In the very beginning, I think it, it still goes back to he originally disapproved, but I still think if it was a traditional what we call a traditional girl or female living their lives as a girl and she was doing this to him, he would still pull him away. Pull him to the side and give him that same speech, most definitely. I, I think that um originally Marty's concerns I I want to believe that that originally his concerns with the relationship was that he didn't understand it and he was uncomfortable with it. That's what I want to believe. But I think that what ended up happening was that Lex is not a good influence. And so his real issue with it is no longer like, well, this person who isn't conforming to what I'm used to Mm -hmm. makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's this person is disrespectful, Mm -hmm. rude, and and is trying to change my son. Right. I think I think that um if Lex was what you know we're used to a traditional woman growing as a woman portraying herself as a woman then I think even with this behavior he would hate her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I think if she was you know less of a bitch really <laughs> I think that um Marty would totally have no problem with her no matter what she looked like. Okay, can I ask you guys a question? I don't want you to answer it right now because we'll get to it at the end of the episode. I'm but so do you think <laughs> you're going to ask us a question to not answer? Yes, exactly. I want you to think <laughs> okay. about it. Okay, mold it over, write okay. it down, do what you got to do. Okay, but I want to know: Do you think Lex is acting out in the way she is because she can't be herself with her family? Therefore, she doesn't get the uh, parental guidance that Marty would be giving to her. That's so wait, funny. Uh, we have to wait. Wait, I'm not wait. Okay. Wait. okay. I'm saying that's so funny because I definitely. Uh, thought about that uh, when she acts out and when she's being a bitch. I thought, like, I wonder. Hmm, like she I actually wonder has a, fa- a family right. figure. A yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are kind of on the same page with me on that. Yeah. Um, but you have to give me an exact answer at the end, guys. Oh, uh, exact answer. <laughs> so now it goes from the morning, and then it goes into the uh, Dalahide 
office, or we go into Skyping, and then we go from Marty Skyping with um, uh, Dre, as I would like to say, Dr. Dre. Right. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Did you with Dre. say it? No, that time I was good. That time I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we see them Skyping each other, and there's chaos going on in the background mm-hmm. of Dre, and uh, we see someone taking a plan away. Apparently, Luke has told everyone, you can take whatever you want. Right. <laughs> so Marty rushes over there to see what's going on. Dre's losing his mind, and finally... Uh, Dre comes into the office of uh, Khan and Associates because he couldn't stand being in that building. What did you guys think of that whole scenario where Dre's freaking out? Um, I, th- I mean, he was he was losing it for sure. I think you know they had developed earlier this master plan um, that they were going to kind of you know cut Lucas out, and I think some of it is starting to unravel based on we saw the second season. Or, sorry, second season, the last episode mm-hmm. um, in the uh, club when they had the kind of fake pseudo party or whatever for the shoe launch so i think this is um lucas has kind of gotten hip to what's going on and then he's acting out basically throwing a tantrum if you will or whatever you want to call it because of what's going on so um i think that dre is just kind of just scared he's like wait what's going on this isn't the plan this isn't what we talked about yeah i think it it definitely goes back to what we saw in the last episode where genie was like did we make the right decision did we pick the right guy Mm -hmm. because like dre Although in this episode, Lucas is throwing his tantrum. Mm-hmm. He's definitely throwing a tantrum. Dre is also acting like a child. They're both very um, immature, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because they ran this giant business right. and made so much money. But, of course, Dre is incredibly immature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that the... Dre Lucas, or Lucas? Both of them. They're you both think both immature. of them are immature? Yeah. I mean, look at... Yes, Lucas threw a tantrum, fired everyone, said, take whatever the F you want. Right. But what did Dre do? He freaked out and, and called them, someone stole my tree, and, and what do I do? He was acting like a child as well. Mm. Okay. Um, I think my favorite part of the entire episode, and I know you guys know this because I definitely brought it up, was that blatant Red Vines product placement. Yeah. That was it was, hey, there's a big bucket of red vines here. Right. And then Marty went, Here, have some red vines. Yeah. And then he pushed it mm-hmm. and the and like he pushed it so that the red vines label was very clearly mm-hmm. in the shot. Right. It was the most blatant product placement I've ever seen. And it's fat free too, don't forget about it that. Is yeah. as, Marty it is fat free. as Marty said. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um red vines or twizzlers? Um neither. I red vines. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, twi- Twizzlers are a little thin, but that's Twizzlers are, are I think are just plastic um coated uh, candy. Like, yeah. I think they're they're yeah. candy coated plastic. But that makes me wonder is there a website that has a comparison between Twizzlers and Red Vines? Because if not, they should make a website on Squarespace. They, they should. should. Yeah. And yeah, you know, you've dealt with Square or not Squarespace, but websites maybe you've dealt with Squarespace. What can you tell us about Squarespace? Um, I can tell you that Squarespace is incredibly easy to use. Um, it is got this drag and drop design. So to make your own website, you just have to like click, oh this, I want this. I want this text box over box over here. I want this photo over here. Which makes making a website incredibly simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I wish I had used Squarespace when I made my website because that would have been a lot better. Um, not only is it easy drag and drop, but it's also uh, design focused. It's very clean and simple to use. And you can sign up for a free trial right now. And you can get 10% off your first purchase if you use our uh, promo code LIES. That's awesome. That's great. Oh, my gosh. That's so so awesome. If uh, Red Vines and uh, Twizzlers want to make their comparison site, 
They totally can use Squarespace. I think I'm going to use Squarespace and do that and make a comparison about Twizzlers versus Red Fines because it's so easy. Yeah. You and you should. know what's awesome about it? You don't have to put your credit card down. No. What? Yeah. You don't have to do it. It's You can try it and then you can pay. That's yeah. pretty awesome, awesome that way. Free trial, no credit card. Because I don't even have a credit card, so that's great for me. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, Squarespace sounds great. So let's get back into the episode. Let's do that. Because we see uh, the... Old pod coming back mm-hmm. to Lucas's crib. Oh, it's the big kitties and the little kitties. Yep, yeah. yep. And we see. I love the whole scene of uh, Marty explaining hood rat. That's what it was called. Hood, right? hood, hood rich. Sorry, hood yeah. rich. I love that whole graffiti mm-hmm. circling everything. I right. love when they do those those descriptions. It mm-hmm. just oh, it makes the show so unique when they do that. I just wonder where he got the spray can. Uh, it fell out of the sky. You didn't see it. I, no, no, I get that. Yeah. I mean, why did it fall out of oh, the sky? Well, why not? He's hood rich. Exactly. <laughs> did you, uh, my enough. question to you guys is: Did you did you get a better description of hood rich? Like, did you were you interested in what hood rich was? Like, were you in the dark about it? Oh, I is hood rich really a term? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, well then, yes. Um, when he said it, I totally stop laughing at me. <laughs> she said it's really a term. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so when he said it, I was like, oh, okay, like I get it. He doesn't uh-huh. need to explain it. Right. But then when he did explain it, I uh-huh. was like, yeah, that's what I thought it was. But I didn't realize that was like a legitimate term, it's which le- makes me wonder. Remember we talked about way back in like the first episode, the mm-hmm. bear hug mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to assume that if hoodridge is a real term, mm-hmm. bear hug is also. I feel like they don't BS us. Because even though they do lie and they love to lie, I don't right. think they would lie about those lingo words. You think words. those are real words? Well, Hoodwitch is definitely real. I don't know about Bear Hug, but I would say I, if it's not real, I think it should be. Because I thought the way he described it, and it made sense in that type of you know scenario. So, right. yeah, they don't they don't BS us in real life, just on TV. Yeah, so Hoodwitch. Is is real? Okay, it is it's so. Real. I love how you just were like, "What?" Wait, Ryan, yeah? did you know that Hoodrich is real? Um, no, but okay. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so you can laugh at her as well. You don't have to laugh. I at laughed me. at her. I did. Okay, I did. I did. No, I laughed at you equally. Oh, great. It's all good. That's it's all good. Fine. I just was curious if you guys, you know. I was more interpretive if you knew. I, I figured you had heard the term, but maybe wasn't clear on what it was. So I was just wondering if it's that actually. It's pretty clear what it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. He didn't need to. He could have just it. said Hoodrich. Right. And I would have been like, okay. Exactly. Yeah, but okay. it was more fun the way he described it. It was fun the way he described it. I'm not it. saying yeah. he shouldn't have. I'm just saying. He... Okay, I'm done. Anyways, <laughs> moving on with fun. the Hoodrich. I'm not, I'm not, I promise. Lucas is I'm not. Yeah. So they walk in, and Lucas has given them a grand tour of everything with the whole. House and basically Marty says again, "Hood mm-hmm. rich." And right. uh, he talks. Finally, they make it into the living room, and Lem pointed out, and this is a very an, a random observation, but pointed out that one of the guys sitting down was eating Cheetos with chopsticks out of a bowl. Uh, and which, we had it. We weren't sure if Lem was going crazy, right? But, but it, Lem is right. <laughs> it refers back to uh, what Lex was saying earlier. Lex was asking um, Marty, "You're rich. Why don't you have Cheetos?" Oh, did you not catch I did that not... connection? No. I did not catch that connection. That's why he was eating Cheetos is because... Okay, you win. You're one and one. Yeah. You know, that whole... Uh, <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. You made up for the I'm rich. still zero and one, but I didn't <laughs> point it out. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, yeah. No, the, the Cheetos were because Lex has said earlier, if I was rich, I'd have a bunch of Cheetos. And then hmm. okay, Marty well, said, well, that's why you're not rich. Right. Well, then right. I got another observation, but I noticed it during the thing, not when uh, Lucas... <laughs> 
bluntly made it obvious that it was a mm-hmm. boxing match between him and Marty. Right. But I caught on when they kept cutting back to the boxing match. Yes. That it was a box be- boxing uh, match between him and Marty, Lucas and Marty, right now. Look, he oh, I see what you're saying. So you just saying the... I caught that before, you and did. then at the end when he rips off his shirt, he's like, "Yeah, well, you better bring it." Right, Kinda, right, right. That was my diva. Head nod. Yeah, that was, that was dope. But, <laughs> I like <laughs> Thank that. You. Yeah, nice. so in that whole um, scene, when they're sitting around the couch, they're basically telling Lucas, you need to get out, you need to get out. Why bring him down? Right? That's mm-hmm. what I got out of it. Yeah. Is that what you guys got out of it, too? That they want Lucas to unsign the whole... He needs to sell his... his uh, Dalahide... Uh, half. Yes. He needs to sell his half to um, Dre so that they can move on with their business. And I, I don't know why... Um, when they were leaving uh, Lucas's crib, uh, <laughs> as Doug called it, <laughs> your crib, uh, crib. Um, when they were leaving the mansion, uh, uh, Jeannie says to Marty, you, um, oh, I'm like fumbling over my words. I apologize. She says, like, you didn't think that, you know, this was such a great or thank you for making us follow through with such a brilliant. Plan. Right. She was just making fun of yeah. his his idea of coming because it backfired, basically. Yeah. And so I just I wonder, did did Marty think that Lucas was not going to like he was just going to be like, oh, I guess I I guess you guys won. Here's all your, you know, I'll After sign all over. the fighting at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Like, right. did he think he just handed over? Well, I think, I mean, Marty's a smart guy. You mm-hmm. know, he's a talker. He's, you know, he's good at what he does because of his mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. So I think he feels that Lucas is not as smart. You know, I mean, they've, when, when they've talked to Dre, they kind of, you know, make it seem like he's this loose cannon. He's kind of hood. Uh, he's, you know, not really up on game. He's kind of, you know, they built this business together, but he's not the brains in operation. Right. Like that's been established. Mm-hmm. So being that as it is, I think, you know, Marty coming with all his team, you know, the pod, da, 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 mm-hmm. and we're just going to kind of bully him with our words and kind of just throw some jargon at him and make him do what we need him to do. I think that's what his intent. And I think Lucas kind of was just like, nah, it's not going down like that. Right. And then he fought back and then, they, you know, or pushed back, I should say, mm-hmm. and then just kind of went back. And then, of course, Jeannie stepped in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After waiting for the uh, valet to bring her car up in front right. of the house, right. which is a little funny. Right. But <laughs> what's funny is that he's a valet that she asked him to bring the car around and then not take it. Yeah. Right. Well, it was valet, whatever. It, yeah. it is what it is. So she stays back and she does. What she needs to do in order to get Lucas to sign off on his Dalhide uh, exactly. Products. Do you guys think that that was something she needed to do? And real quick, her father passed away, and that was a little subtle thing. Was that true? Was that not? Was that just her trying to make a sympathy kind of like relate to mm. Lucas so he would let his guard down with her? Um, that's a good question, and I thought about that because the way she, it never came up any other time. She mm-hmm. brings this up, um, and I think. Honestly, I think based on if it was if she said made that statement like maybe, I don't know, uh, last season or something like that, I would think like, oh, she's just kind of, you know, uh, manipulating the situation. Mm-hmm. But because she's so, for lack of a better term, gangster like right now, like she's just kind of owning herself and, yeah. and, and her stash and the company and what she's about. I really think that that was true. And I think she was just letting him know, look, I don't play any games. Um, my do- my father, I'm trying to about, be about this money. Um, I'm going to be at my desk. I'm going to let you know that this is what we need to do. You know what I'm saying? That's so funny. I feel like the the um, what she said about her father, I feel like that was true mm-hmm. and she was being honest. Right. But I feel like her entire relationship with Lucas is a manipulation. I feel like she has no feelings for him and she's doing she's using what she's got. And speaking of what she's got, I just, I have to note it. 
Um, for those who don't know, Kristen Bell had a baby between seasons. Um, and now she's got post-baby boobs. <laughs> and they were beautiful in that bikini. Did no one else notice? No? I'm a, I'm or the a, I'm bathing a, suit? I'm a guy. I, I, you noticed. He noticed right away. They, they were that, And that scene of her on her mm-hmm. back in the water was just beautiful. A lot of those scenes were really great, especially yeah. the wide shot of them sitting in the pool, and mm-hmm. her shoes are in the shot, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's focused on them. Right. Oh, I love that shot. I was like, that's great. No, it was a dope shot. And then when they dropped the, yeah. uh, phone. the phone. Mm-hmm. And then again, she leans back, and you see her beautiful post-baby boobs. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to the boobs. It was great lighting and everything. Even in the pool, at night. It was great. Great. Well I, done. I have, I have well a question. Done. Speaking of that very scene, what do you think? Because I thought about this as well, and I really couldn't get it. What do you think the significance of, of of her was dropping the phone into the pool? Do you think, or did that have significance? Do you think that was just just you know a kind of a flippant thing to do in the episode, or did that have some significance? Because there's a lot of things, as you noted, mm-hmm. about the Cheetos yeah. and the chopsticks. There's a lot of significance with things that these people, are, the director, is doing mm. with yeah. some of these scenes. So, do you think that had anything? I definitely think that was a I am going to F over Marty because that's what she goes on and does is she tells Hmm. Lucas like this is the amount you're going to ask for Mm -hmm. and then later we find out that he asked for even more and Marty's like well Dre doesn't have that money right she's like I know right Mm -hmm. I think that was a metaphorical F Marty that's true because she did say call him now and he goes no I'll call him tomorrow and she goes okay yeah she flips it over sweat yeah exactly but how is he going to call him if the phone's in the pool it's her phone yeah it was her phone I'm pretty sure it was in a waterproof case because I was watching like that looks different than usual oh so you peeped out the waterproof case (laughs) I'm one of those people (laughs) you can assume that like the set people put it in a waterproof yeah. case. Well, okay. <laughs> They're going to throw Anyways, it. Anyways, yeah, it's, not, it's not a huge important thing if the right. phone was in waterproof. If not, <laughs> I, I think it was very important. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. But, you know, while she's uh, taking those shots of Jose Cuervo, we mm-hmm. see Marty drinking some scotch in his apartment as Jeremiah comes into the room. Mm-hmm. And they start talking about Roscoe, and Marty talks about how Roscoe um, is acting out, and mm-hmm. because of Lex, it's this and that. And Mar- Jeremiah goes, it's not that at all Mm -hmm. roscoe has he's not that bad right and marty just like "Hmm." and uh, jeremiah kind of brings him back to when uh, marty's mother passed away Mm -hmm. and how jeremiah and marty got into it as growing up so it's very similar but kind of letting marty know you could have it a lot worse right and he doesn't I, I really, I, I'm just going to go on record saying I really like their relationship in this season. I think that, you know, the fact that, because it, it, again, this is also something he didn't have a really good relationship with his father in the past seasons. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that he kind of, you know, he lives there, of course, but they actually have a good relationship and Marty like listens to him and, and respects him as his dad. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. And so I really like, you know, and that was a touching moment in the, in the episode when he kind of had that heart to heart with him and just let him know, you know, kind of put him back in perspective and say, look, this is a teenager. Same thing I did with you. It just happens. It'll get over it. Yeah. You'll be fine. It was really, I, I agree with everything you said. I really mm-hmm. love that you relationship. Did. Yeah. Because it was right. Right. That I love their relationship and I love that Jeremiah basically said like, hello, he's a teen. This is right. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. You did the same thing. You'll get over it. You'll mm-hmm. become stronger. And I, I love, I didn't love it, but I, I found it interesting that Marty was trying to blame Jeremiah for not being there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why Roscoe's the way he is. Marty's trying to run a business, and yet because Jeremiah's not there, um, hello, <laughs> I think you should be replacing Jeremiah with your name. Yeah, and that's the reason why Roscoe's acting out. Oh, definitely. I think uh, Mar- Jeremiah says to him, like, T- fucking take 
take uh, responsibility. <laughs> Sorry. You try and censor all the other words. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that one let that one go. I slipped. He said, take responsibility. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, wah, wah. Um, mm. But I also really love that they brought back, uh, or they mentioned Chantel. Yeah. yeah. So she might be coming back. I hopefully. hope so. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> thing is hilarious. So then it moves on into the office scene of when Marty gets the phone call from Lucas, as you mentioned, and yeah. Lucas asks for... Or tells him, I'll do it, but I need X amount of money. He needs 150 100 million, million dollars. Mm-hmm. But only Dre has 125, he said, or 100? No, he was, uh, he was, the contract was for 50 million, and Jeannie mm. told him to go for 125 million, right. and he that's went for 150. Yeah. And that's when it comes clear that Jeannie did this for Marty mm-hmm. in order to get it the ball rolling for them for Dre. Right. But then Marty makes the comment, well, Dre doesn't have that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that leads us to wonder what's going to happen yep. with Dre and Lucas and all that jazz. Well, I mean, do you, don't you think that Jeannie knew that he didn't have that money? I mean, she knows what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. I mean, she basically did this, uh, first of all, to kind of show that she can kind of handle her own and, and kind of put Marty in his place because at first he didn't know and he just thought like, oh, because I went over there and, and we brought a team and da-da-da-da, then it worked. Yeah. And obviously it didn't. She had she did what she did to make it work. Um, and But she did say, she's like, I'm just going, you know, now you're his, you know, what did yeah. she say? So um, I think she did that to basically get what needed to be done but also make Marty kind of squirm a little bit. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree. For sure. Yeah. I think she knew exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then that brings us I, – I mean, that was a really interesting point of the whole what Jeannie was doing, her power pushing back. Right. As we would say with the episode, right? Push yeah. back. It's like uh, everything in this episode yeah. is a pushback. And the next pushback, I guess you could say, is Roscoe and Lex playing basketball drunk in the apartment of Marty. And at first we were all, are they high? Are they drunk? Because they were giggly. turns out they, they were drunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marty – goes let's go everyone get the hell out we're right. going we're going we're going so marty takes them in and drops pulls up right in front of lex's house mm-hmm. and you would think lex is about to get out right but she doesn't she closes the door and roscoe says to marty no no we gotta turn around for this we gotta turn around for this mm-hmm. that's when we find out as an audience that no one lex's family has no idea the life lex is living bam <laughs> i man that was Crazy. I mean, you know, you knew that there was something, you know, and we say this yeah. earlier, and it kind of goes with your question you asked, you know, at the beginning uh, that we have to hold on until the very end. But um, I think that it just shows, like, I think it just put everything in perspective mm-hmm. about Lex. Like everything that we were wondering, like why is Lex, you know, like this, uh, such a jerk, you know, acting out this way, you know, all these different things, manipulating Roscoe, you know, this, that, and the other. Why is he even in a relationship with him? Mm-hmm. And then it just, you know, it just comes full circle. That's the way I got it. It was just like everything that I thought about Lex, and and we talked about this in previous after shows mm-hmm. um, about the behavior. It all came full circle, and I know exactly why this person was uh, how she was. Yeah. I think it was really great that they showed us uh, what was happening. They mm-hmm. showed us, look, that her home life is not great. Mm-hmm. This is why she's being a jerk. But I think um, it's – I personally believe, and we'll see when they let us know more about her family life. Um, I think it's not that they don't know that she's like this, that she dresses like a boy mm-hmm. and, and lives like a boy. I think that they know and said, no, you're a girl. You mm-hmm. dress like a girl. They you don't must... believe her. Yeah. They so mean... you think that she's put it out there and they've rejected it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's much more likely, um, just because I know lots of people who grew up like this, mm-hmm. and that it's much more likely that 
that she told him, look, I'm, I'm Lex. This is my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I am a boy. And they were like, no, you want to live under this roof. You will dress like a girl. Hmm. Now, this is just me kind of going into predictions a little bit, but I'm not going to jump into it. But it's a question. Do you guys think that Lex's family abuses her like her father? Because the way he shut that door, either he's kind of got a little race issue or he is a little bit abusive towards his daughter. I well, don't know. It was a little bit creepy the yeah. way he shut that door. The way – okay. So this is how I took it. And I'm just under the assumption that Marty contacted Lex's family and mentioned what happened. And, and again, this is how I took it. And I could be swayed. Um, but how I took it was he called – if he you know called the family, mm-hmm. said this is what happened. You know, they were drunk, da-da-da-da, drinking or whatever. And so – Marty drops them off, drops Lex off to her house. And of course she has to change because they don't know she or disapproves of her living as a boy. And he goes in and he's just upset because of what happened. So, I mean, that's how I took it. Um, But, you know, like I said, I could be swayed, but that's initially when I saw it, Mm -hmm. I took it as, oh, okay, she's in trouble because of what happened. My first impression was that they're probably more conservative and it's more, we don't want you hanging out with this Roscoe kid because we know that something's off with him or Mm -hmm. that we don't like your friends because we know what you're trying to do with your life. You know, you want to be a boy and we don't like whoever you're hanging out with because they clearly accept you and we don't want that. Um, But I also did get a little bit of the race issue. Yeah. When Marty waved, when Marty waved and they were like, uh, and they slammed the door. Yeah, I but, was like, I mean, but do you ah. think that that had to do with race, though? Just because there they was were, something there was about something it. Weird about that whole. There was something. Whole I don't thing. think. I don't think that Lex is being abused, um, physically Maybe or verbally? sexually. Probably verbally. Um, but I think that I. I don't know. There was something. Yeah. There was something odd. Because I could. I could totally. I could say the other end and just say that Lex doesn't. Um, you know, the family does not know because maybe they are a very strict family, mm-hmm. um, very conservative family. So they don't even know Lex is living as a boy and she is mm-hmm. consistently trying to be, has to be a boy on the outside. And whenever she comes home, she has to make sure she looks like a girl. Right. But then why was he so, cause I don't, I feel like if Marty had called ahead and said, mm-hmm. you know, that were, you know, they were drinking and I'm bringing Lex home, right. they would have said Michelle. They would have said to That's him, true. Michelle. I know because I they would have, have said, oh. I think Marty would have learned about it being Michelle. Oh, right. prior to. Yes. I yeah. don't think he called. I think what his goal was was to bring the kid up. Mm-hmm. Like, look, this is your, your child. child. Yeah, and yeah. this look, is what they're doing. Yeah, look how drunk she is. Mm-hmm. And this is your parenting. I don't think so. I don't want them anywhere near Roscoe or mm-hmm. want her near anywhere near Roscoe. But then when it, it's that revealed happened, right. that Lex's family probably doesn't really know what right. Lex is going through. Right. And she has to hide. That it kind of dawned on him that this kind of abuse. Hmm. First off, she doesn't have a key. She has to ring the doorbell. <laughs> yeah, I also noticed that she knocked. But hey, whatever. More dramatic. More I dramatic. Think that's, I know? think that's dramatics. I think yeah. just like when the whole time they kissed and they had to like, can you go around the corner? Like they could have just went outside. But yeah. of course it's dramatics. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But hey, you know what? People could – where can they comment about us and let us know what they think, y'all? Um, people can find us on iTunes. That's right, people. This is a free podcast that we do for you, available on iTunes to download or stream. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube. That's right. We are on YouTube, iTunes, uh, and live streaming on the AfterBuzz site. So please check us out on iTunes. Download us. Um, share us with your friends. Leave a comment. And give us a five-star rating if you love us. Give a, us a four-star rating if you don't. <laughs> 
there's no such thing as four. Yeah, five we only do five. Five or, yeah, go home and go. Bust go big or go or home. Go. Right, there yeah. you go. I got you. Um, so give us a rating. Give us a comment. Let us know what you think about Lex's situation. Do you think um, her father's abusing her? Do you think it was a race issue? Do you think we're way off topic? Um <laughs> Let us know what you think, and also comment on YouTube. That is a great way to find us. Yes, and there's people on YouTube, right, that we should uh, oh, give yes. shout-outs to. Oh, thank you. I did. Um, we want to give a shout-out to Lakeisha, who left us a comment uh, last week and the week before, so thank you. Um, and Miss Lean, I think that's how it is, M-I-S-S-L-E-N-E. I apologize if I'm butchering it. Thank you for the comments. We are so excited. Yeah. Word. Yeah. And uh, before we go into predictions, let's just lead into predictions with this quote. Drinking is for uh, boys with cheap, cheap purses. purses. And predictions. Your After Buzz <laughs> TV predictions. All right. So, Lem, Mr. Yes. Lem, what is your prediction? Oh. Quickly, if you can say one sentence, what's your prediction? One sentence. Um, no carry-ons. Sorry. <laughs> uh, one sentence. Clyde is going to bring in the uh, the oh shoot it threw me off when you McClintock. said one sentence. Thank you, the McClintock file. He's going to bring and show everybody up because he's been talking about it so many times in that episode, like a lot, like mm-hmm. five times I think. And then, but I think he's really going to bring them in, and everybody's going to be startled and shocked, and they're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't believe it." Awesome, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, "Is it me? Is it my turn?" Um, I think uh, we saw from the next time which is going to be on the ninth um that sarah and caitlin will meet and i think doug will um do something really stupid that's what i think is going to happen yeah yeah okay yeah no i definitely monica's back so uh, i'm going to state the obvious monica is going to do marty and mm-hmm. Jeannie's going to get jealous that mm-hmm. that's happening yep. but uh for everyone watching thank you very much we appreciate it and uh, again rate us on itunes and stuff but you can find me on Twitter. That's at HeyRoya, H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A. And I'm also on Instagram as well. Lem, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at my house. Um, <laughs> but if you're online, uh, you can find me at um, The Poet Saint. Um, and that's at Twitter and Instagram. And, um, yeah, leave me a comment. Let me know what's going on. All that good stuff. Lem, or Yell. <laughs> I'm Yell. Uh, the people can find me um, uh, on my site, yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. And on Twitter and Instagram at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Awesome. And uh, thanks again, guys. You can find us on uh, AfterBuzz Twitter as well. So we will catch you next week. So thank you guys very much. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.